You have the power to listen to the power of J-Skull. Like, share, and subscribe. And the power of J-Skull. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining on this very special Power of J-Skull episode. Of course, it's the two Jasons here. And we're thrilled to have you come watch, yes, the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special episode. Jace. They said it could not be done, but it was done and it was fun. Unbelievable. Now, Jace, I've got to be honest with you, I never saw this as a kid. I, I never got to see it. They never aired it here in this little country down the bottom of the planet. Um, but you saw this as a kid? What were your I memories? did. I saw it as a kid and... My first thought, even I think I was 10 when this came out, my first thought was, why? <laughs> why <laughs> is there a He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special? It's kind of like the Pac-Man Christmas special. Why does this exist? This should not exist. But it does exist. And so you want to watch and see, well, why does this exist? And then you're glad it, it exists because it really does, it feels Christmassy. It does. I, I, it I feels no very... other word for it. It's very merry. It's very bright. It's all happiness and goodwill towards men. And, you know, is it corny? Yes. Most definitely. It is probably He-Man and She-Ra at its absolute corniness, even to the point that it kind of betrays the core tenets of some of its characters. It but does. at the same time, it's a Christmas special. So it's yeah. forgiven because it just makes you feel good. 100%. I mean, you're getting to the point when you're doing the Scooby-Doo run, all bets are off, aren't you? When the Absolutely. villains are running around with the Scooby-Doo kind Absolutely. of... Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. What they did to all Paul Hordak are... in this episode. <laughs> yes, and, and we will kind of get into that for poor sure. Poor Hordak, poor Skeletor. Yeah. Everybody, all the bad guys were just so cartoony here. But again, it was fun, and it was Christmas, and it was just... No, uh, come on, their whole scheme was we have to get rid of Christmas before you know we before yeah. everyone is nice to each other. Well, you know, that is a threat to, to everything they stand for. Oh, <laughs> absolutely, apparently. But you so. know what? I'll say, Jason, as much as you're saying it's corny, I do believe this Christmas special has a lot going for it. And it does, there's yeah. action, there's 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 characters, there's there's the most well-behaved children on the planet. Oh my god. There's also an existential crisis going on with our one of our main villains. Yes. Who is very put much to so. the test of his moral center in this. Um, no, there's a lot of fun stuff, including what seems to be a launch of a new toy line that I don't know That's if it ever happened or not. launch. I don't think it ever was successful. And yeah. I, we have no way we can back this up with any hard evidence that they were trying to do this. But if you watch this Christmas special... Yeah, they were trying to launch a new toy line here. And I think that they were trying to justify a spinoff. And it was basically Filmation's last struggling gasp before fading into oblivion. You, you had kind of just mentioned that prior to the show because you've, you, you've got access. You've got to show that book, Jason. Oh, yes. Book, uh, one, of my, one of my wonderful TikTok and or Instagram followers sent me this. The He-Man wow. and She-Ra Guide. A complete guide to the classic animated adventures. And this is this is my new favorite book. I love it <laughs> so much. Yeah. 
this art on the back. Cool. Oh, that's gorgeous. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. And it's got stories. So nice someone got... sent you. This is oh, yes. what makes me smile too. That's Christmas spirit there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Christmas special. Wow. So and uh, I also want to point out, not sure if this is true or not, but this is the end of the book. The Christmas special, we believe, not 100% certain, but we believe the Christmas special was the last He-Man and She-Ra episode ever produced by Filmation. Yeah, it, it, you know what? When you kind of said that, I, I can see that because there yeah. is a feeling about it that's definitely very later on. In fact, when you get to the opening scenes of this Christmas special, it opens up on a literal kind of Christmas party where we get a whole yeah. slew of characters we get to see. Um, and as you can see here, they're, they're starting a party. What was the party for? Do you remember? It, it was for the twins' birthday. That's because right. It, it was so ahead. funny because you expect a Christmas special to start out with like a Christmas carol, and this one started out with happy birthday to you. Yeah. Which was yeah. also strange because that yeah. means that Filmation would have had to have paid for the rights to, to play Happy birthday yeah. to you because it was still under copyright at the time. Which makes go. me wonder if they did or if they did not. I have no uh, You can see the cast of characters there. Now, <laughs> the thing that struck me as well about this uh, episode is my exposure to Shearer hasn't been that significant, the filmation ones, right? Hasn't been significant. So, if, and, and as we know, we've been watching Shearer and the Princess of Power. So I'm usually very strong, well written. Shira characters, and you know, I was had to be quickly reminded that we're back in formation, you know. So I found the characters of Perfuma, and I might haven't thought of what, what was one of them called. There was Pika Blue, Pika Blue, like, and there was Glimmer, and then we saw Mermista later on, who is a completely Mermista different becomes character. an important part of the actual. Well, yes. she's. A part I, of this plot. I wanted to see an extra scene, you know, where Shira goes to Mermist and says, "We need your help to find the Therium water crystal." Oh well, I could have done with an with an invitation to your birthday party. Why hey. did I not get one, Shira? Whoa, whoa! You've just called her out. Just I know because I mean, Mermist is just like, "Sure, Shira, I'll help you." Unlike you sent me a you know invitation, but you know I, I, it's okay. I'm Mermist, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> which whatever. played into the Princess of Power <laughs> character, which we all love. So. Which, interestingly enough, I would like to uh, give a, a bit of trivia here. A Carrion yeah, sure. Water Crystal was mm -hmm. a shout-out to another Filmation series, a very underrated Filmation series called Brave Star. And Brave Star was basically... Um, oh, I know Brave Star. Yes, it was, it was Firefly, which was basically Cowboys in Space. Yep. And cool on intro. the planet of New Texas... They mined carrion. So Shira and He-Man were using the mineral that is being mined on New Texas in Brave Star. I love that they've done those little Easter eggs. Oh, you know too. what I mean? Me I just too. love that. They've connected these universes. So that means that Brave Star and He-Man exist in the same universe. That's great. I could deal with that. I mean, lots of things. I mean, the, the, the good thing about it turning in this whole universe, the master of the universe... It gives them the flexibility to do that kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. Anything Why could exist not? anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And you could show, yeah. I mean, you could have one episode where they meet the Thundercats and kids would be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Next episode, they meet the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. The next cool. episode, I don't, I don't they meet the mighty Ops and the kids are like, who? <laughs> I, um, now this episode starts to get going. The, the plot is they've got this thing called the, 
Sky Spy, I believe the they called Sky it. Sky Spy. And guess Sky who's Spy. responsible for the creation of the thing that causes the conflict in this episode? Take a wild guess who it was. <laughs> Give it away, Jase. It was Man at Arms. Man at Arms. We have issues with Man at Arms. Evil character that they're all convinced he's a friend, but no, he's an evil character who creates all of these MacGuffins for all of these things. Yep. And I think he does it strictly for his own amusement. I think look this, at this, Adam, look at this thing I've just with... made that will mess everything up today. Yeah, and look at this engineering. Like, <laughs> it's just made this, it just broken Orko's hand. You can't imagine Orko's got a lot of strength there. Yeah. So, and... um, yeah, they've, they've Elon Musk this. He's sending his, they his have. spy out there. Um, and yeah, and, and and you know, you mentioned this kind of earlier off the show too. Is like the Frankenstein Igor dynamic that's going on with these two yeah. men at arms you and know, Adam. Man at arms was the evil scientist, and Adam was his witless Igor. That's yeah. just how it went. And Adam was one of those people like, gee, what is this death ray going to be used for? It's going to be used for crops, Adam. Press that <laughs> button that says kill. I mean, you know. The kill is a orkin word for plant cross. <laughs> Merry Christmas. He, like I said, he is obviously the smartest guy in attorney when it comes to engineering things. But he's also, would you trust the best engineer in the world to do body replacement? You know, I don't think I would. No. If I had a really good engineer, I wouldn't expect him to go, hey, he could cut off one of my limbs and replace it with an arm. Uh, no, no. What's that? I Did you hurt I... your neck? Okay, let me make your neck extend 15 feet in the air. Will that make you feel better? <laughs> no, we no, won't even really I didn't want my son back. It. Too bad, neck and neck. That's not my name. It is now! <laughs> Welcome to years of pain and constant infections <laughs> and, you know, just the horrible horrors that you have to go through. That sounds like a terrible superpower. It is! <laughs> it is. But you know, as big as that ship looked, um, it's immediately getting chased, which I loved. I loved as immediately getting chased. And oops, I'm just, I made you smoke. What the heck? What are you doing? I'm taking over. Oh there we go. No, uh, there's the, the, the like, ship. Like it gets chased straight away by Skeletor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so they have to go and help, don't they? Obviously. Yes, they do. Look how. Look how small the Sky Spy is compared to the other ship. Yeah, the, the Sky Grabber, is, I, I, I think that's what they called it, which I'd seen that. Sky Grabber, yeah. I had seen that vehicle so many times before, and I had no idea it had a name. I yeah. never I never learned the name because, well, I there was never a toy of it, which is very strange. Well, that was my next question. How did they not make a toy of that? that I have is no crazy. idea. It was a cool ship, and I would have totally Look at bought it. it. Let me rephrase that. My parents would have totally bought bought it because I would have held my breath until I got it. However, (laughs) that thing that that He-Man is riding is called the Laser Bolt. And it was the last toy vehicle that Masters of the Universe ever created. That is crazy. So if that's the case, that 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 pretty well is the evidence that we need to assume that this is definitely one of the last things that was produced. Yes. And you know, they had so many of the newer characters here, like in in the in the sky grabber, you had Too Bad, which was such a great action figure. Yep. You had Spycore, which was also yep. a great action figure, especially to put in the slime pit. 
you had yeah. Ratlore, which was strangely enough one of Hordak's henchmen, but here he's working for Skeletor. Yeah. And you also had um, Webstore, not the little kid from the TV show, but the no, guy who not was like Manuel half Lewis. man, half spider. Yeah. And I don't even yeah, think they are. Oh, yeah. Oh gosh, I love yeah, um, those two. I would assume at this point they probably had some internship swap program. That's why. Yeah, because you know, yeah. uh, Triclops, Evil Lynn, Beastman, none of those folks were around. It was just like the the B team. Yeah, All the other guys. Just... They didn't get their contracts renewed. They were trying to get work on other TV shows. I don't know. They 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 knew I... it was over. You've just got me here like I'm flummoxed that I didn't pick up on all the classic henchmen are not in this special. Yeah, it's all the new. It's it's basically this is generation two of Transformers, except they kept Megatron and all the good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I. You know what? I just didn't really kind of. But yeah, I'm shocked that we don't get an evil Lin or a Beast Man, yeah. really in it. And especially and- Christmas. It goes to Sounds show with the heroes too. I mean, Tila gets shortchanged big time, right? Was she even in this episode? I don't even remember. She her was. Being she there. had a cameo. I think she had a. Okay. She had a cameo. I, know I saw. I saw a Ram she was Man. Talking and to Marlena, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I saw a few of them, but it was mostly non-speaking roles. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you just they concentrated on the new ones. I think this was one of the only times that a uh, Snout Spout ever showed up. Yeah, yeah, he gets to put the star on top of the tree later yeah, on. Yeah, which is like the most important thing done in this entire yeah, episode. Mechanex going, hey man, that was my job. Yeah. It was I don't even think Mechanex was even in this episode. No, I don't think he was. <laughs> he was he was I don't out. know if he was in the background at the party. We can check that out later. Let's on. see. Let's see. I can give you a full list of who was in this episode. We have Adora, Do Alicia, <laughs> the beast monster, which is my favorite thing ever. The beast yes. monster. We There's have two Bo... big monsters in this. <laughs> we have Bo, Broom, Buzzoff, Castaspella, Catra, Cringer, Cutter, Davy Jones. I don't even know who that is. Driel was there, which is Horco's girlfriend. Wow. Fisto, Flutterina, Frosta, Glimmer, He-Man, Hordak, Horde Prime, Horde yeah. Troopers, Imp, Kando, King, Randor, Cal, Lara, Lizardman. Looky was there, which I thought was really nice. He was there at the, yeah. at the very end hiding. Madam Raz, Man at Arms, Many Faces, Mechan- oh, Mechanek was there. Mermista, Miguel, of course, Modulok, who was one of my favorite action figures. I never got one, but my friend did, and then he was not my friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Montark, who I don't know who that is, Mossman, Multibot, another great action figure. Orko, yeah. Peekaboo, Perfuma, Prince Adam, Queen Angela, Queen Marlena, Ramman, Rattler, Relay, Seahawk, Shira, Skeletor, Snout Spout, Spycore, Spirit. Sprang, um, Spratilla, this is crazy. Rocket, Squinch, Stratos was there, Swift Wind, Cyclone, yeah. Tila, Too Bad, Webstore, Yucker, Zipper, and Zodak, of all people, was at the party. Zodak, why are you there? I thought you were neutral. Zodak? I can't Zodak believe we, Zodak is in this thing. We are going to have to find him. He's, he's you know, in well, Let's the come background. back and see what's happening here. Uh, Orko's landed <laughs> on Earth at this point, right? And he's met these two kids. And you know what? I'll give it to Orko straight off the bat, man. He didn't have to help anyone. But Orko no. being amazing as Orko is, saves his kids straight away. And I love his messaging. Because when they go, I'm lost, he turns around and goes, you're not lost, you found me. I'm the lost one. Now let's see how we can get you safely home back to your parents. He is and I'm going like, jewel. that is perfect way to handle that situation. Orko. Such a well jewel done. of a character. That's why if you oh. ever say Orko is a bad character, I will straight up punch you in the face. 
I will be honest with you, when we started this venture, that was my opinion. Mm. But as I have got back into it, I will admit I was completely wrong. He is a wonderful... He, look, he's a buffoon, let's face oh, absolutely. it. But he's absolutely. pure of heart and, uh, you know, um, an integral part of Master Universe. I can't imagine you dismissing him as, you know, as annoying. I mean, you want to say annoying. Yeah, there's some characters... In Shira, no offense to the filmation where you could, you know, cow for one. Cow, I think, would be good if you roasted him for about four or five hours. I would have, I would have said broom. I, I didn't yeah, like broom. broom, and I didn't like Madame Raz. Those are two I could No, have. no, we got a cameo Madame Raz, but I choose yes. not to. Except that version. We have an awesome version already in The Princess we of Power. We do, yes. And we have an awesome version of Broom in Shira in The Princesses of Power because oh, it's just a broom who doesn't say anything. No, it's just a broom that doesn't say anything. That's broom. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's just me yeah. and Broom. Now, these kids, man, the kids that were in the... I just missed it that then. But the kids that are in his episode, right? Are they like the nicest kids ever? They are. They, they are, are so nice that later on in this show, I think they are the cause for a pretty serious existential crisis, which I mentioned earlier. I just applaud them for not freaking out that a two-foot-tall floating blue man who was like in yeah. a in a in a scarf just appears out of nowhere and is uh. like, "Hi, I'm Orko from the Planet Eternia." Okay, well we're lost. Yeah, yeah. It's below fifteen, and I'm freezing, and and we're young. <laughs> Now, oh, yeah, we'll explain Christmas to you now. Nothing phases these kids at all. It's like, yeah, now, when, we get kidnapped by this guy with the skull in the face. Uh, it's fine. Let's whine. <laughs> he looks like he'll be tolerant if we whine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, they go back to that skyship, and yeah, they start laying down that. Uh, okay, oh. we're going to tell you about Christmas, basically. Oh, uh, yeah. which. Which was um, wonderful how they did it because they start off, oh, we'll tell you about Christmas. They go to this scene and they cut back and it felt like there's been a lot happening before they cut back. So they've been pretty intricate the way they've been describing Christmas because by the time we cut back to them, they're only at Bethlehem. Yes, they, so, tell, they tell Orko the entire story of the nativity, which yes. means Christianity has been introduced to Eternia. Exactly, and well, and Orco will be it the, is new the Pope. 80s. Yes. This is America of the 1980s. Of course, this stuff is going to have a very heavy Christian, you know, value system in it. Uh, which I was surprised Orko they even went just... down that pathway. I'm, I'm really not. Same thing. It's the 80s. It was the age of evangelism and everything like that. And yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I just I... wish Orco would have asked more questions. Like, what happened after that? Well, he went around the world doing miracles and helping people. And then what happened? Did he live happily ever after? Um, uh, well, well, uh, tell me what happened. Cut away, comes back, you know, Orko's in the corner. <laughs> you monsters! What did you do to him? He was just trying to help you! So really, if the conversation went on a further five minutes, this whole episode basically wouldn't have happened. Because <laughs> no. Orko just would have bailed straight away, and that's that. There's the, there's the light beam. You kids go outside and freeze to death. I'm getting off this planet before you do the same thing to me. <laughs> So they figure out this thing smashes the machine. We don't need to go back there. Marlena, why didn't you warn us about what? About what they did to Jesus? Oh, Orko, I'm so sorry. 
She's just more concerned about a very special holiday. That's what she calls it. It's a very king, special. very special holiday. This is and why I've never like, had a like human Easter special. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very special holiday. What are we celebrating? Uh, <laughs> Death. <laughs> well, he got better. <laughs> yeah, he came back. It's it's pretty impressive what he does. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, you but mean you wear a cross on this. your neck for that reason? Oh my. God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All the symbolism and everything. Just how things were on Earth. Well, Earth sounds terrible. Oh dear, oh dear. But you know what? Even with that Christian influence and all that in this, it's still handled really well. They're not shoving it down our throat. So I, I did no. appreciate that quite a bit. It is no, a, it's, a product it's of near its time. It's nowhere near as, and I know I'm about to commit blasphemy here, it's nowhere near as heavy-handed as, say, the Peanuts Christmas special. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, oh, yes, absolutely. Now, that is very... Yes. But, see, that's the 60s, so you're talking yeah. about two or decades the prior. Or the Pac-Man Christmas special, where they actually, like, you know, cut away to talk about, you know, and this is why you should worship Jesus. Yeah. That didn't happen. I just made that up. No, I'm hoping waka, it did. Waka, I waka, we're going to do the waka. Pac-Man Christmas special next year now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there but is a Pac-Man Mister. Christmas we're special. We're going now. to Mimister now. You know? we, oh, we know this guy's... Yes, I want to go to Mimister. Well, I'm not getting used to this stuff yet. Here we go. Mimister um, <laughs> is so odd. I want Under to talk about sea. it because I don't like her voice. I don't sea. like her cadence. Oh, Shira. Would you like to yeah. have the Carrium Cristo? You should have invited me to the party, you skank. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's right for not getting the invite for the party. How do we don't know she causes trouble? Why does Mermista wear seashells? Because she's not big enough for D-shells. Oh, dear. Uh, 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 we went to that level, guys. We were trying hard, but we got there. We, we um, set the bar low, and then we grab a shovel. Now, is this, I believe, what we're looking at? Is this, are we getting close to the introduction of the biggest ripoff that I've seen well, in a while? Not, and that's the introduction of yet. the monster. We, we gotta, before we get there, can we talk about the beast monster some more? Well, I'm, I'm, here we go. I, I, I I've scrolled the, here. Here we go. I beast thought, monster. what in the name of redundant names is the beast monster? At this point, they weren't even trying. Were <laughs> they, they were not. And look oh how they look how he gets the defeated. Monster. Oh, I mean, look how he gets it. They were not even trying when they're trying to. Okay, how do we beat him? I know oh, they hyped him up like, like the beast monster. Oh my gosh, not the beast monster. It's real. Yes, the beast monster. <laughs> oh, I just defeated him while you were saying the beast monster. You know, it reminds me of that Simpson episode. You know, with a show within a show, and it was police cops. Police cops. It's a redundant thing. Beast monster. Followed by Gordon Ramsay <laughs> and Chef Cooks. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah. Like, you're right. I hyped this thing up unbelievably. Beast monster. Beast, <laughs> beast monster. monster. But what really is just knocking it over? Right. <laughs> That's the end result. And it looked like its feelings were hurt at the end, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah, wanted a hug, Shira. I'm your biggest fan. Now, what about this? This, oh, let's I, get to these, these aliens. These aliens. <laughs> what do we think about the monstroids? 
you know, I used to think that the GoBots were the lamest transforming robots, and this episode proved me wrong because yeah, me the too. Monstroids. I make it all right, and and <laughs> it, and if you see they're transforming when they do transform at one point, it is the lamest transformation. It really is. It's they, just horrible. This is um, this is that backdoor pilot we were talking about, which the backdoor you know, pilot exactly. I could, totally see this working because they were trying to glom off of the because the transformers were just starting to take off in 86 yeah Yeah. actually i think they were around for a few years before that but the movie was coming out and you know the the transformers were at the top of their game right now yeah they wanted a piece of that transformers pie so they came up with transformers oh yeah was the one that took over from he-man as being the biggest toy line around at the time they so wanted a piece of that pie. They, they came up with the manchines. They came up with the monstroids. And it was going to be basically the cute, cuddly manchines versus the big, evil monstroids. Are, look how horrible. They didn't even try trans- with that one. It basically turns into Superman. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> so In a show Iron that Giant. I really loved, I really had a problem with the monstroids. I, we haven't got the manchines out yet. But when we come back to the manchines at some point, who... You know, there's a good reason this toy line is probably never released because who are they trying to target here? It looked like and they were we'll get going to it for... when we start seeing some of the designs for the Manchines. I could see this being marketed, you know, the Monstroids for the boys, the Manchines for the girls. That's what I see them going for. Here. Yeah, I think you're probably on. Yeah, yeah, you're probably on on point there. Because the Manchines are so bloody cute that i almost feel like i need to just wash my mouth out with scope afterwards so my teeth don't start decaying yeah Especially that dog what was the dog's name relay relay we'll get to uh, relay hey you know relay is a very big important part of the third act yes and uh, relay, I don't honestly it looks like it was pulled out of an episode of the jetsons yeah seems so really out of place in this in this universe it is <laughs> and, and you know before we get to the third act i'm just going to put it out the third act is to me of this episode is basically what makes this whole thing. Yes. Yes. Um, I really I fully agree. It does not get good until until Bone Bag kidnaps a couple of kids. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I, I, you know what? Let's just jump there. Why not? Let's, Let's just go. jump there and get Let's straight. Because it is important to talk about is Skeletor kidnaps. We basically, there's a whole thing that happens, right? And if you're watching this, clearly you've watched the episode. So we're not here to inform you how the story works. But when we do get to this point with the two kids, by the way, this moment here, really sad, eh? And I didn't know what Skeletor was going to do. Um, but, yeah, this is where it all changes, doesn't it? Dynamic yes. dialogue in this. This was actually very well written. Because it really we're taking elements of Skeletor. And he's saying things that we never normally hear him say. And it's delivered so expertly by Oppenheimer that, yeah, I I absolutely adore this stuff. And especially this scene, because this is where we start to see the existential crisis of Skeletor. Yes, whenever he's trying to leave the dog behind. The, the, the robot dog that will somehow freeze to death if mm. they leave it behind. You know, it's the thing, though... That I reckon starts his problem is when that little girl says to him, "Oh, you're nice, Mister. You're you're very nice, Mister." And I he's am not nice. I'm not <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's just like, "Well, leave the dog." He said, "Leave the dog." 
And and it's this moment coming up here where he's like, and I love they even do with the story. He's like, he's angry at himself over this. You know, <laughs> I love that. that. I think little it's thing behind though. I mean, come on, that's why he keeps Evil Lynn and Beast Man around. Yeah, so cute. It's like ah, couldn't get yeah. Beast Man. Yeah, I just and, stay mad at and you. And he starts licking its face at one point. And remember, if you'd like, I'll carry him. Yeah, like, no, 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 I got no, him. I've I got, got him. him. Yeah, here we go. How cute Which, is that? It, well, is it cute or does the dog just recognize Skeletor is made of bones? And he sees Skeletor oh, wow. as a food source. Wow, that's dark, but I think you're right. He's and Skeletor just him. does not... Rec- he, Skeletor mistakes it for affection, but it's actually the dog trying to eat him. See, yeah, no, now we're getting into his backstory of all his trauma yeah. now. <laughs> 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 like, no, no. Yeah, well, the dog likes me. After the, the bone marrow. It's just bones. The, the sweet, sweet bone marrow condens- you know, contained in those bones. <laughs> Um, yeah. but yeah, like I, I think this works on a big level. Hey, this this whole idea of because you're right, it's the end of the series, so you can take Skeletor to these places at this point now. You well, might you as well. Finally make Skeletor he's done everything. It's fine. He's essentially the biggest failure in the universe, so you might as well have fun with the character at this point, All right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and did you notice that they kind of forgot which planet they were on to? Because they were on Etheria by this point. But where it's not snowing, and whenever they crash, they're on Eternia where it is snowing, and then suddenly, whenever they encounter Horde Prime, they're back on Etheria where it's not snowing anymore. Uh, in, in, in what looks like Arizona because exactly. it's desert, they Can, they do a hard cut from here from this ice oh, planet yeah, to that, yeah, in the middle of yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they just, they just forgot where they were. Can I just kind of go back a little bit, talk about how awesome Horde Prime's animation was? The fact they never showed his face and he was just like, oh, clung, I, clung, see, clung. I think it's, it's here. It? Oh, yeah, sorry. Where was I? Yeah, I'm not a very good uh, mover. What is this? But I know what you're talking about. Right there. This. Right there. Just, I love the it. I think this is the, I don't know if this was the only time we ever saw Horde Prime because it's been years since I've seen any episodes of the Filmation Shira. But I thought yeah. this looked so. It took so many cues from from the heavy metal movie. Yes. Just just the mechanical wow. hands and the, the to... smoke and everything. I mean, I just kind of expected done, 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 and then like an F word or two. Can you remember if that was explained in detail in episode like Horde Prime? Like I honestly big do there, not remember. It's been years since I've sat down and watched episodes of Shira. I, every now and again, I'll see one come across YouTube and I'll watch it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that one. I don't remember if Horde Prime ever showed up on uh, Shira before this episode. Mm. But yeah. I, mean, I love it. I love, love the Prime. idea of it. Yeah, I did I mean, find a bit. Great. I mean, at that point too, the the two villains. Oh, can we talk about Horde Akin? Yeah. <laughs> Like what, what they like you mentioned what they do to Horda in this this Christmas special. They they make him complete clown shoes in this episode. Really do they? And you know really he was do. he was always clown shoes before this, but now it's it's just as you said he's doing the Scooby Doo run at one point where he's trying to run, but his legs his legs are just going. Before he does it, and he does poses like that, yeah, to get wide. The Looney Tunes thing. Again, yeah, it's a Barbera all over. It's a Christmas special. He was he was just doing what they do in Christmas specials. Yeah, and, and uh, this fourth wall breaking, including this bit right here, 
is this a fourth wall break? When he turned around and goes, that's me. Because <laughs> it comes up in a bit. And again, the animation, it's like a different studio. Drew the clouds. It is. Just, I, no, no, I, it's completely different. Every time I've watched the Horde Prime scenes like three Here or we go. four that's times. There you go. That's me. Because, that's me. <laughs> I just love that so much. Oh, this episode. I, I, it, there's, there's no reason why I should love this episode, but I do. I do love it so much. If I was to have a critical eye, and it's really hard because you shouldn't be really having too much of a critical eye on this, I would say they really couldn't figure out. They had the ending sorted out. They had the beginning, but they really didn't ever figure out how to put those two bits together properly because it no, does jump really everywhere. It, it does seem those... like three, uh, three episodes mashed together. And you know what? You know what? I bet you there are big chunks of this on, was on the cutting room floor. That's why we're getting jump cuts. It, it's got to be. I, I kind of got the it's idea. It's only a 45-minute on, episode. Yeah, I kind of got the impression that they ran out of money at one point. Like they splurged on Horde Primes. Like, oh, no, we can't. Our five-episode our five episode arc is only going to be down to three episodes. Uh, yeah. uh, get, get those concepts arcs we have for that spinoff. They didn't buy it. I don't care. Just get it. Can I say Transformers? I mentioned this is the most horrific scene in the whole episode. For me, (laughs) I just seeing those two dance really. It it smacks of that controversial scene from the Disney Beauty and the Beast remake where LeFou was dancing with another man, and you're just watching it thinking, I don't know what they're trying to do here. Yes. I don't know what they were trying to do there either. I don't know what they were trying to do there. No, I have no idea. I assume I it's a know. flying submarine. That's what we'll put it. It's in. a flying something, all right. Yeah. Now, Bo here really is only really good at songs, isn't he? He's not really helping out. Here He's now. He, well, basically that's why he was in Shira too. It was like, I don't know. Uh, well, that you version have, anyway. You have oh, here's the Catra. Gosh, there's Catra. Yes. Yes. Modulock, I love Modulock. Yeah, Modulock had a really like creepy look, didn't he? Modulock was weird because sometimes he worked for Hordak, sometimes he was by himself doing like evil stuff really? on Eternia. And you Maybe know, was Skeletor would come to him. It could have been Skeletor would come to him for help and he'd be like, I am Modulock. You can, I will do what I want. And he had this really weird voice. And he was he had a really good character. He was one of my favorite secondary villains whenever he was really? by himself. Okay. And then, you know, episodes like this, he was just second fiddle to Hordak. Yeah, but at this point... Multibot, as <laughs> who is basically the same, the same figure. <laughs> yes. Well, also, as you said, at this point, they're just cramming in everyone they could. Oh, yeah. By these yeah, coins, it's our closing sale. Why you wouldn't bring out the old school crew? I, I don't know, because honestly, I think Catra is the only one of Hordak's crew that shows up, because you don't see Grizzlor, you don't see Shadow Weaver, no. you don't no. see... Um, you don't see Mantena... No, you don't see any right. of those people. It's just all these new characters. Yeah. Like said, and it's I, and it's, I it's think like the episodes that's... following the Transformers movie. You tune in, you're like, who are these people? Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But they are, by very concept, like, this is where the problem the second act is. Like, cause they tried to relaunch this tour line. Again, we can't prove it, but it seemed fairly obvious. Uh, and then it becomes a big. We, we spent so much time with these guys. Yeah, though I did like the, here's oh, the Scooby Doo. Okay. Here's the Scooby Doo run. <laughs> this is the scene right oh here. Oh my gosh, poor. And man. I hate. He goes, "Well, I'm, look at that. <laughs> that is a crime against the villain <laughs> that I've ever seen. It's horrible." 
It's almost as big of a crime as that vehicle. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but yeah, oh, we're coming up soon. Actually, I'll, I'll get to the point in a minute. Let's have a look. That, at that was that was made into a toy, though. It just wasn't for kids. No, no. Here we go. I'm going to now show you the man chains. We get our first introduction to the man. Oh my goodness! Now you tell me who are they targeting? You're saying young girls. At this point. I'm saying young girls with these, and then you know the the uh, the boys could get the monstroids. I don't like the messaging. I don't like the messaging of that because that's basically saying boys are evil and girls mm -hmm. are good. Yeah, and you know, boys are interested in destruction. Girls are interested in cute little, yeah, little things and scooters this, this with faces. Is, yeah, this 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 reminds me of gummy bears. You know, because the gummy bears it's had that this. Level. Yeah, it had like the cute protagonist, and you had the the terrifying bad guys, and you know why uh, this could work at the toy line? Just scale alone. Oh yeah, so the scale of those monstroids compared to these little things. Why does do you have? Why does Tina have five of the? Why does Tina yeah. have five machines and I only have one monstroid? Because your monstroid costs ninety five dollars. Dollars. It's yeah, four exactly. feet tall and shoots real laser yeah. beams. Timmy, go to your room and play with it. I'm scared of it. And not very well developed characters, the man chains. No, I must say, no. too, because it's like I'm a cutter. I cut. I'm a zippy because I go fast. Like. You know, they really, whoever the creative team at Mattel was at that time, really were either, I don't know, just giving up at that point. They they caring. really were. They really yeah. were. There's a, there's a reason why we never saw Mansheens in stores. Or if we did, they were there on the clearance rack. I don't remember. But their real, what, what is their real function in this special, though? What do they really bring at the end of the day? Well, they, they actually did, just they feel like bring the kids. I mean, they yeah. did function as part of the plot. They sprung the kids and put them yeah. in front of He-Man and She-Ra just for Skeletor to take them. Take them. That's right. So you really... They're, and they're the really source the, of the dog. They're Indiana they're Jones. The source of the this, dog. Yes. this is right as the Lost Arts for Manchines. If they weren't in that, it wouldn't make yeah. any difference. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, again, I'll go back to that third act because it's kind of cool, I reckon. Uh, especially... Uh, what I love about it the most, I, why I keep going on about like the third act for me, it's just, it's the purity of the messaging that yes. I really love. And it hit me and being an old softie at this point. I just love the idea of uh, there is good in everything. Yeah. And even Skeletor, who is struggling with it on such an emotional level, um, he starts to, you know, let it happen. You know, he starts to embrace it. So, I um, it's my favourite use of Skeletor I've seen, probably. Ah yes, finally, finally he shut. There up. we go. That's finally, I shut up, okay. but I'm back. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, but Skeletor, it's the best use of him since that episode we watched with all the little mini Skeletors. Yeah, <laughs> the fistful of Skeletors. I can't remember. Oh no, here there are Skeletors everywhere. Right? <laughs> everywhere. Although Skeletor, you could have so. called it a fistful of Skeletors. Uh, yeah. I don't mean to jump backwards, but I just discovered something. The Monstroids oh, yeah, were a Mattel toy line, but they looked nothing like they did here. So I'll have to research that more. Wow! Please do, please do, because yeah, yeah. Obviously, this was in a beta concept then. Uh, yes, yes. Wow, crazy stuff. Because um, there's no way with these things here, how do you make toys out of something so large? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to think you could sell those things. 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, they sold the USS flag for G.I. Joe. Maybe they just had really, 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 you know, <laughs> big ambitions. Yeah. Okay. True. The Monstroid what the Monstroid was a um it was a He-Man vehicle. And really? It, yes, it was a He-Man vehicle and it looked like a big crab. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm not sure how well you can see that, but let me let me go back to there yeah. we go. Oh yes, yes, that's actually yeah, that no, looks familiar. That, I've seen that, that was the that was the monstroid. So it looks nothing like oh. it does in the in the uh, right. thing. Oh, and I messed up my camera. How about that? Oh, you're right. You're right. Mm. Um, I've got that thing with the yeah. But you know what? I reckon Jason. I look so young and stunning. <laughs> I think we might take a break for a second. We'll throw to a commercial and we'll be back. Sounds good. Let's do that. Let's definitely do that right now. Join the adventures of Masters of the Universe. From the black depths of the sea, Skeletor strikes with a scuba tech gear. But He-Man puts on tower tools. You're too bold, big breath. Scuba tech, tower tools. Next time, he's mine. And Cliff Climber Power Gear. Help He-Man in his fight for Eternia with Masters of the Universe. He-Man, now with a free Adventures cassette. Yeah, sorry, UK. You can't join in in that fun. I know, right? They had to actually put in the ad. But I do remember that tape. I absolutely remember listening to He-Man tapes with the books. Uh, that's why I like that one. That was very cool. I'm assuming it's something along the line of, hey, kids, buy more toys. Yes. Have you got no, a monster you, ever... you must Would have you be that. interested in a machine? What about a robot puppy that somehow freezes to death? <laughs> um, remember, if you, you remember don't buy these toys, he to will right? die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? The Christmas special overall, let's just kind of wrap that up so we'll move on to our, our next segment. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I think if you're a He-Man fan, if you're somebody where it means, I mean, it, it's not horrible. We have seen so many horrible Christmas specials over the years, Doug. And you know what? This could have been a million times worse than that. That it actually ended up being because it it had a sweet centre to it. Uh, yep, problems in the second act, but I reckon it finished strong. I thought it was lovely. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm trying to flash the camera again. That's right, not, Mr. Blue. Not, not flash the camera, but you know, <laughs> trying to, trying to uh, make the show camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a wide enough lens for that. <laughs> um, yeah, what you do, do your finger thing where you put your finger to the camera and you slowly. I can't. Oh, oh, no, like that. Okay. I, yeah, try. yeah. And then you slowly and you try to let it focus on the finger and you keep pulling it back. And it should, with a bit of luck. Look at this, guys. This is look. We're doing an experiment now on the show, but it is oh, working. It is working. There you go. I'll be done. Um, mm. Oh no, you, you kind of let it go from there. You need... Okay, I'll try that again. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is the, the quality of this show, folks. We're, we're this doing. is high quality podcasting, right yeah, here, ladies and gentlemen. We're only you could see, you. <laughs> well, you we should be saying for our you, audio. Yeah, audio the, people, the audio that, people are just like, what the heck are they well, doing? Yeah, yeah. Are we're we still basically, talking we're about machines and robot dogs? <laughs> well, anyway, overall, Jace, we'll move on. Your, your, your final thoughts on the Christmas special. 
It was a warm, fuzzy, zero-calorie, inoffensive bit of fun. And I think that as a send-off to the Masters of the Universe universe of the 80s, it was it was a good point to let it go. Yeah, I think they pushed it further. It was going to get a bit cheesy. So you're right. It was good that yes. they kind of let it go. All right. Well, that was the Christmas special. So, But before we go, Jason, unfortunately, uh, I've got to deal with this other I gotta, guy. For i got to fix my camera anyway. You're so, going to fix your yeah. camera anyway. So we're going to boot you off. We'll come back okay. to you at the end of the show. But uh, like last week, we, we kind of have to throw to this segment. Anyway, all right. We'll see you soon, Jace. Okay. Take care. Okay. Now let's get ready for Dear Skeletor, of course, that segment where we get to have a chat to the Lord of Destruction. Skeletor, how are you, sir? I can't believe you're talking about that stupid dog. Uh, Relay, yes, Relay. Whatever happened to Did you ever get to catch up with Relay again? What happened there? It tried to eat my femur. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wondered that because uh, he was licking your face quite a lot. Hey, I thought liked me, in... but I am not likable. I am only lickable. I am Skeletor. <laughs> That's probably a bit of too much information about you being lickable. But anyway, Skeletor, I've got to ask you. How do you Gross. feel about the way you were represented in this particular Christmas special? There were script problems from day one. I told them, this is not me. I am not nice. I do not recognize this Christmas spirit. And I do not like children. The only way I like my children is boiled in a stew. Uh... Okay, uh, fair enough. Fair but I did fair. like the way they made Hordak look like a complete idiot. <laughs> yeah, you must did have loved the Scooby-Doo run. run? <laughs> they did 47 takes, and that was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right, Skeletal, are you ready for this week's question? Of course I'm ready, you pusillanimous podcaster. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Dear Skeletor. That's me. I am your number one fan. Not me. Nah. This is uh, someone writing, not me. Um, what is your favorite Eternian holiday? Hmm. How do I become an evil warlord at my school? Billy, eight years old, Cleveland. Ah, well, thank you for the question, Billy. First of all, let's talk about Eternian holidays. Well, you see, since that monstrous Marlena Monarch came to Eternia all these years ago, she has polluted our culture with Earth holidays. First, it was Christmas, as you saw. Then she introduced Arbor Day and then Halloween and then something called the 4th of July, where we celebrate something called the birth of America. What is an America? No one will tell me. But I do like that we can blow things up. That is nice. I think that's got to be my favorite, is that we can just make things explode. Last week, I blew up Merman. <laughs> it wasn't even the 4th of July. It was a complete surprise for him. <laughs> you should have seen his face. You, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, okay. What about Billy? But Billy also... Ooh. Wants to know how he can become oh. uh, like you. Oh, well, um, first of all, Billy of uh, 
Earth, I suppose. Cleveland. This Cleveland. What planet is Cleveland? Mm, move on. Okay, fine. Billy of Planet Cleveland. This is what you need to do first of all. You need to devote decades of your life learning the dark arts of magic from an evil master. My teacher was this idiot named Hordak. You see, I I taught I, I learned under Hordak for many, many years, and then I did the thing that most students eventually do to teachers. I betrayed him. <laughs> So betray your betray your master, and then you should get rid of your face. I suggest acid or perhaps a really sharp pair of safety scissors. Get rid of your face, betray your master, and then try to take over Eternia. And when you do, I will destroy you because there is only one Skeletor. Brian, come to the, come to Eternia and I will end you. Uh, it was Billy. Merry but, Christmas. Yeah. Um, Skeletor, it's not really great advice for an eight-year-old kid, though. Let's be honest, right? I mean, like... If he yeah, doesn't and, learn and, now, he will never learn. Well, I don't know, Skeletor. I don't know what the idea is. You're supposed to be giving advice. If you're giving advice to and 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 telling kids to pour acid on their face, don't you see that as being problematic? No. Have you ever met an eight-year-old child? They're horrible, horrible uh, children. They made me true. smile. Did you see that? Do you realize how much therapy I had to go through after this episode? Do you realize how many antidepressants I had to go on after this episode? Do you know how much Evelyn made fun of me behind my back after this episode? Oh. Because I allowed those whelps to live. Oh, and Evelyn. do you uh. know what Horde Prime did to me after this episode? No. What'd they do? He sent me a very strongly worded letter. He was disappointed. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, I would expect someone like you, Skeletor, to be planning revenge. Well, yes, I'm doing that. I'm writing a strongly worded letter of my own. It will be delivered, and whenever he opens it, acid will pour in his face. Because it not only works for eight-year-old boys, it also works for Horde Prime. Oh, Excellent. I hope he's not watching this pro this pro podcast. <laughs> Who am I kidding? No one's watching this podcast. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. No, we can absolutely guarantee that. <laughs> you know, all right. Well, well thanks You're again. You're all failures. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're angry or laughing. Bit of both, I would say. A bit of both. By the looks of it. Um, I don't know. Okay, well, depressants have got me all mixed up. Yeah, okay. Hey, you mentioned why are Evelyn you contacting before? me while I'm on my toilet anyway? <laughs> I don't know, you seem to be there a lot. It's it's a nice throat, I will give you that. It really is. Is that, is that the toilet or the just... good day? Well, good day to you too, mate. <laughs> Touche, we'll leave it at that. But can you be a favor? Can you just say hi to Evelyn for me? I'm I'm a big fan, I've got to be honest with you. I kind That's of really gross. Like her. That's gross. 
Have you? Well, you guys are not together anymore, right? You so know she doesn't guy. shave her pits, right? You... She calls it the yeah. magic forest. Look, I'm into one uh, progressive modern women, so I'm good with that. I'm good with that. There are there are there are machines living under her armpits. It's amazing. <laughs> I thought Skeletal. they were lice. Turns this out she's segment... got the entire population of Whoville under there. It's amazing. <laughs> this segment you want to know has where the Grinch lives? bit by bit. Do you I don't know, know why we've lives? signed Ask me where the Grinch lives. a 10-episode contract with you. I, I don't get this. Why are we doing this with this guy every single week? You love it. Well, it wasn't my choice, Skeletor, but I will play ball, mate. I want you to have a wonderful Christmas. A safe yeah. Man, and I look forward to you. I, I look hope forward your to Christmas is full of evil and strife. I hope you get the chicken pox and the measles yeah. at once. I hope that stupid pointy hat of yours spontaneously combusts. Yep. Uh, thanks, Skeletor, mate. Although it's I do always... like this. Um, hold on. I want to ask, because the children told me about this, but I wasn't listening. Tell me more about this Satan clause. Ah, Santa Claus. Yeah, he's, no, he's Satan Claus. I'm fairly certain it was Santa Claus. It was sent. It was Satan Claus. Uh, no, I think you got to kind of confuse this. Santa Claus. He's uh, he's a big guy with a with a white beard. Kind of looks like me a little bit. Um, oh, and, but he's a good guy. Wait, he's... do you hold up a sword and become Santa Claus by any chance? Uh, I'll because wish. you have to tell me if it's true. I well. Do I? I think I do. I think there's a legal precedent. I do have to tell you. That's amazing. So yeah, you go amazing. around breaking into people's houses and passing judgment on children. That I do. is supremely <laughs> evil. Well, I salute that's the you. part you would like. I Skeletor. want to learn from you so that I may betray you later. <laughs> well, yes. You're always scheming, aren't you, Skeletor? Absolutely. Well, I've got to end this segment now because it's completely out of control. Um... I don't know why we're doing this, but we're going to keep doing this because, like I said, we've got a contract with you. So have a safe Christmas, Skeletor, and we will see you uh, in the new year, I believe. Excellent. I have to take a weed whacker and go see Evil Inn, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ooh, gross. Evil Inn! All right, guys. Uh, I don't know if Jason's back yet, but we'll have a look. Jason, thank huh. God you're back. I didn't. Fix I don't know my why camera. I drew the short straw for that guy. It could have easily been you interviewing him, but no, I get stuck with him. So I don't work with Skeletor anymore. Yeah, you guys have had. Did. There's a long history, isn't there? There's a long. There history. really is. All right, guys, that is it. We're tying it up. That was the Christmas special. Thank you so much for watching. We love doing this stuff, and especially here, man. We're taking a couple of weeks breaks coming up now because we uh, it is Christmas time and we need the camera we just have spontaneously other things to do. Itself. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. I'm all about Christmas miracles here. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks to continue with season three. I want to sit in your lap and tell, tell you what I want for Christmas. You do, do you? I yes, I get, do. You're getting two things from me, mate. Jack and shit. All ah, right, so <laughs> no, very nice, very nice. That's just the Aussie way. The Aussie way, <laughs> mate. You down here, you be getting a cold beer, pair of thongs. 
which are, are flip-flops for you guys. So let's oh, get that. See, you got me all excited there. Not thongs I, that you're I, I look good in a pair of thongs. Oh. Well, no, yeah, no, no. The flip-flops and uh, a singlet and a pair of shorts, mate. That's what you'd be getting for Christmas. <laughs> and a snag on a barbecue wrapped in bread with a bit of tomato sauce. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it's. I know, amazing. but there, there is one person who watches the show going, yeah, you tell them, Jace. Yeah, there you go. Nobody's right. watching the show. Nobody's <laughs> watching the show. It's for our own amusement. But if That's you are right. happy to be watching the show, we thank you very much. If you if you are watching and you haven't subscribed yet, could you please take pity on these two fools and subscribe to the channel? And also, if you can follow us both on TikTok, I'm at underscore sorry VHS underscore Jace, and of course. Jason uh, Roy Gaston at Roy Gaston at Jason Roy Gaston. You get it. He's way easy to find. He's all over the place. So me, I'm a bit harder to find. I'm in the little pocket universe where I'm lucky to get five views. So (laughs) anyway. Oh, by the way, before we go, here's the spot here. There was a cameo that we didn't mention in the Christmas special. Super Mario. Super Mario, yes. Super Mario. I thought it was really cool that they that Nintendo allowed them to use him, but you know he wasn't as big as he was now. No, no, no. There you go. Hey, can you? Can oh, you, you know what we whenever... didn't do? You know what we didn't do on the show? We didn't. We didn't play off, and we will play the episode off now with the moral. Before you do, can yep. you back up to the point where Orko first meets the children? Because I want to show you another cameo that they did that I found very clever. Now, right at the beginning when he meets the kids, all right? Yes, Can whenever he's sliding me? on the... I think right before he meets the kids, he slides on the ice and a bunch of snow falls on him. Yeah. Because they, okay, do, they do a... It's not really a fourth wall break, but they reference something else. Um, and I thought it was, well, super, here we go. it was super clever. Here we go. Ready? We're going to yes. play it now. Yes, yes. So Orko flies out of the ship, somehow does not kill himself, and right here, boy, this is a that that is a long pratfall. Orko's animation is really good fall. in this episode, I gotta say. And then yeah, whenever was. the snow falls on him, he becomes the Ghostbusters ghost. Really? Is that was that yeah. is it intended to be a cameo? I don't know if it was intended to be, but, but I mean, he had the same close, facial expression. It? He had the same look. Yeah he, yeah, he was the Ghostbusters ghost for a few frames, and I thought that, that was really clever. All right, well, let's play out the episode now. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. And here is... Happy holidays to you and your family. Absolutely. Have a wonderful and safe break. And let's now have a listen and hear what the moral of the story was for this Christmas special. We'll see you guys. Thanks for watching. So that's how Christmas first came to Eternia. Not everyone celebrates Christmas, but the spirit of the Christmas season is within us all. It's a season of love and joy and caring. And presents. <laughs> presents are nice, Orko, but Christmas means much more than that. I know, Adam. Christmas is a time of peace and caring and happiness. That's right, Orko. And what would make you happiest this Christmas? Presents. Oh, Orko. <laughs> <laughs>